Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Stand alone, I'm last to leave, but the first 
Gentlemen, welcome to Cold War Radio. Live on our home base, WAAR, we are America Radio, your number one source for government and political talk anywhere. I'm coming to you live from God's Country Studio, nestled on the bank of the mighty Allegheny River. My name is Hutch Bailey Jr. And now from Ice Station North Studio, somewhere on the Norwegian Sea, please come in, Radio Norway. Good evening, Hutch, and good evening to our lovely audience. I'm looking outside the window, and we have a uh, shimmering light now, so uh, the midnight sun isn't far away. Outstanding. Please follow me on Spreaker, ladies and gentlemen. I like the Facebook page, facebook.com slash coldwarradio22. You can catch the show on your Roku via Blueberry. You can catch it on YouTube, the405media.com. Or you can listen on iHeartRadio. And then you can also download the free Cold War Radio app available free in your app store. The email is hutch at steelcityresistance.com and the Cold War Radio patron hotline is live at 412-567-1460. Chat room is up on Spreaker. Uh, please go to steelcityresistance.com and catch the show notes. 
become a Cold War Radio patron. Uh, if you want to send mail, I haven't gotten any mail in a while. I'm thinking about taking that down. Uh, we'll see what happens. But for now, the mail is up. Hutch Bailey Jr., P.O. Box 96022, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 15226. Cold War Radio. Wow, that was an earful. <laughs> I, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know, uh, that thing failed during the intro. And so I cranked everything up to try to, <laughs> try to salvage it. And I figured I'm going to try it one more time uh, on the bumper there. And, man, it worked and everything was turned up. My goodness, I apologize, especially to anybody with headphones on. Whew, that was a wake-up call. It sounded uh, fine on my end, but uh, the stream might sound <laughs> a bit different. I don't know. Okay, well, I played the uh, the intro through the uh, Spreaker Studio, uh, but that's good because now we can all listen to the clips together. Uh, well, we've yeah, got... I heard I heard that uh, that little jingle you have, and <laughs> well, <laughs> I heard it on the stream. Now it really blew the yeah, me, <laughs> blew me. the headphones off me. I know, me so, too. I apologize. Uh, we've got a lot to cover. We're not going to be able to get through this whole show. My professionalism tells me that. Uh, because I've got a lot to say about some of these topics, and uh, we're going to run out of time. So make sure you go to SteelCityResistance.com and uh, go to the show notes links and get these uh, show notes, because they're very interesting, but again, we're going to run out of time. It's just uh, the way it is. Uh, they had the, the White House Correspondents' Dinner at Norway, and it's not that they did anything new. Uh, they do this every time, but it was an especially vile uh, quote-unquote comedian hit job that they did. They had Sarah Huckabee Sanders invited as a featured guest. Uh, and you know when that happens, you're facing the crowd at a table uh, up on the stage, and everybody can see you. And this vile, angry feminist, I, I don't even know, it wasn't funny. I mean, she had a shrill voice. And she's making jokes about the way the woman looks. Her appearance, I mean, she's just downgrading her. And uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders just took it, man. I mean, she took it like a lady, like a professional. Uh, but I'll tell you, anybody that watched this, and it can't be very many because uh, it was at the same time as Trump's rally. And that was uh, one of the best rallies that I've ever seen so far. And a lot of noise coming in on your channel, but I uh, took care of it. But the, uh, the way this went down, there's no way that anybody could mistake the leftist Democrats in the media as objective. There's just no chance. It, it's uh, Every joke was anti-conservative. All the applause uh, that they gave for, the, for these vile jokes against conservatives, uh, there's nobody with an ounce of intelligence that could look at that and, and believe that these people could sub, uh, could objectively report on an issue. Hmm. No, but I mean, uh, I, I only saw uh, this uh, so-called comedian, uh, Michelle Wolf's uh, uh, comedy act here. And, and uh, <laughs> I must say that uh, 
I think the world of of uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and after this, I I even think higher of her because I think if that if that had been me, I would have walked up to the podium and <laughs> knocked her teeth out or something. Uh, it, absolutely horrible show, and and what these really really radical leftists, because that's what they are, and I heard several of them they were laughing their ass off down in the audience and and after afterwards they they uh, this um their president uh offered an apology but i mean uh, don't they understand what they're doing they're tearing america apart and maybe that's the idea of it all but they're tearing america apart because what they're doing when they when they put up a show like this is they create division in the country, they are, and it is by design. There's no question, and, and uh, an apology is unacceptable. You hired the lady; you knew what she was going to say beforehand. Mm-hmm. You, she didn't come on there and just ad lib. You know, you hired her for a purpose. I don't believe any of it. It's it's something that uh, you're right. They're destroying the country, you know, and, and then you follow that up. You have former CIA director, the Islamic John Brennan actually issuing a warning to the President of the United States about Mueller's investigation tells him to stay tuned, Mr. Trump. I mean, if that's not an act of sedition, uh, the former CIA director, I mean, does this guy know more than everybody else? this This is getting to a point. We've never, the only time that we have ever experienced anything like this in the United States is during the Civil War. Or just prior to the Civil War, because they treated they treated Lincoln the same way. Absolutely, and I, I, I'm really shocked and appalled. This this is what you expect to hear from from some uh, third world uh, shithole, uh, to put it bluntly, uh, where where you have uh, the intelligence community. Uh, colluding and and uh, and plotting to take down the country behind the leaders of the country, and th- this isn't worthy of uh, of a democracy. This isn't worthy of what is supposed to be the greatest country on earth. Donald Trump was lawfully elected. You're right, and and the thing about it is, the thing that that is most distressing to me is all of the Democrats that are silent, all of the Democrats that know that this is sedition, that this is a coup, that this is, this is just short of gunfire, and all the Democrats that know it, that are in positions of power, you know, when this thing's over, remember the, the, uh, the tower in France during the French Revolution. You know, this, this is something that you, you can't sit by and be complacent and be innocent when this is over. This is something that is so deep. I want you to listen to former FBI. He wasn't the director. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But he was the special agent in charge. He might have been an assistant director, but he was in yeah, charge of New York. Yeah, he was the assistant FBI director. And, and, and a caveat. This guy's not clean either. Jim Callstrom is the agent that was in charge of TWA 800 investigation. They got shot down by a missile that they covered up, uh, and there's not a lot of uh, not a lot of uh, love in my heart for the guy. But it seems that he's had a come to Jesus moment. I want you to listen to him. And, and previously, I met the Bastille uh, with the French Revolution. Thank you, uh, producer. But you know, uh, listen to this guy, and it's chilling. It is absolutely chilling uh, what Jim Calstrom has to say. I sent Mr. Richmond a copy of a two-page unclassified memo and asked him to get the substance of it out to the media. But did you leak other things through Mr. Richmond? Yeah. I wish I'm smiling, Brad. I don't consider what I did with Mr. Richmond a leak. I told him about an unclassified conversation with the president. Because I'm above the law. Part of an FBI file, mm. all the things I talked about you with wrote Anderson. it as an FBI director. It was a work product. No, it was not. You said in the memos, I, I said, I don't do sneaky things. I don't leak. I don't do weasel moves. But... I mean, we can argue what a leak is, but that's a leak, isn't it? It's not. Those comments from former FBI Director Jim Comey sparking a firestorm of reaction of the definition of leaking. Let's bring in James Kalstrom. He's a former assistant director of the FBI and get his reaction. Jim, always a pleasure to see you. Thanks so much for weighing in this morning. You know, if it, if it wasn't important and, and, and part of the FBI work, then why did it have an intent to get a special counsel? I mean, the whole thing. Your reaction, Jim Kalstrom. Well, I, you know, I think he's lost his mind, Jim Comey. I don't understand, you know, what his act is. You know, this book tour and all this nonsense about it's, a, it's not a leak. Of course it's a leak, uh, without question. I mean, and his conversation with the President of the United States is automatically classified. At least it was when I was in the government, unless they've changed rules like that. But, Maria, we're, we're in a three-act play, and it's, you know what, it's not a comedy. It's a tragedy. You know, act one was the stop. Uh, Mr. Mr. Trump from becoming the President of the United States. Uh, that failed. Act two was the, to diminish his ability to manage the, the country. And even with that, he has done a fantastic job. You know, I say that as someone who's uh, not affiliated with either party. Uh, but look what he's done. Uh, even with all the backlash and all the nonsense that's going on, there is no question that there's a cabal, a fifth column, a conspiracy, call it what you may. That, that involves people in the intelligence community, probably involves people uh, over in Great Britain uh, who have probably fed information to people like John Brennan. I don't know that for a fact, but it would not surprise me. And, and this is really a nasty, nasty act two that's going on. And uh, uh, people in the United States, I mean, we have to violently react to this, not from the standpoint of guns and bullets, but from the standpoint of stopping this. This cannot go on in the United States.
This is third world country stuff. Yeah, I just wonder if there will be any accountability here, Jim. I mean, we are waiting for the IG report to come out, and it is expected to zero in on that. But, you know, the left is digging in. I mean, look at James Clapper and John Brennan. You know, uh, Clapper texts or t tweets out at the president yesterday, talking him, basically almost threatening him, you know, stay tuned, Mr. Trump, is on his tweet. Uh, saying that he doesn't believe that there was no collusion. The House Intelligence Committee just told us that there was no uh, collusion. He's calling it a highly partisan, incomplete, and deeply flawed report by the broken House Committee. And then he says, stay tuned. Your thoughts on Clapper and Brennan and, and, and their role? Well, I think it's outrageous. You know, I, I think, you know, they are, in fact, threatening. You know, and who, who are they to be threatening the President of the United States? They're, they're not in the government anymore. They're private citizens. They can say what they want, I guess. But it's just outrageous. And I have no doubt that, that, that they've conspired with others, including Jim Comey, and, and others uh, unnamed at this point. And, and the big tragedy, the, the big catastrophe for the country, we haven't even talked about yet, and that's the unmaskings. You know, that's, that's the Samantha Powers claiming that she didn't even know about it. You know, that's the John Brennan's, you know, that's the, uh, the people probably in NSA. That's, that's this whole cabal, you know, violating the rights of American citizens. And here we got a deputy attorney general that signed a continuation of a Pfizer order that's, that's full of fictitious, bogus information. And he's still the deputy attorney general of the United States. I can't figure that one out. And, and by the way, you know, the Clinton people, whether it's, uh, you mentioned power, but let's not forget Huma Abedin or Cheryl Mills, they got immunity. Well, the whole from, thing. Even though they lied. Right. right. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that was, uh, that, that's part of, uh, you know, Act One, where, where the FBI just gave a pass to the Clintons and did this outrageous stuff that, like kindergarten investigations, yeah. you know, with no subpoenas, no search warrants. No grand jury, no right. nothing. I mean, it was a sham. It was an it's absolute really, total it's, sham. It's, it's horrible. And I know it hurts you because of all of your proud years at the FBI, Jim. Thanks very much for joining us this morning. Jim Kallstrom, it's always a pleasure. Good to see you. Thank you, Maria. So there you are. We're, we're in the middle of a third world situation here. And uh, I think more and more, if this is a country, if this is still a country, Norway, Jim Clapper and, and John Brennan are going to prison. Yeah, they should. They should. I mean, uh, I, I can't even imagine this happening in Norway. Uh, they would have been clapped in iron and, and dragged to the courts. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it boggles my mind. And, and uh, I, I simply don't understand where Session is. Uh, if he's brewing on something, it better be really, really good because... He's uh, he's uh, spent uh, what one year and too long, and four, way too four, way too long, four months to 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 do what? We're we're to the point now where the time that he's using, uh, if he is doing anything, is adding to the to the destruction. I mean, something mm -hmm. has to be done soon by somebody. Uh, I don't know who that somebody's going to be, but if it is Sessions, he better get on his game and do something soon. And I'll tell you something else. Jim Clapper leaked the dossier story to CNN, to Jake Tapper. And by God, that wasn't an act of journalism. That was an act of a coup to try to take a president down. Clapper ought to, Tapper ought to go to prison too.
I, I, I firmly believe that. Or if Tapper didn't make the decision to do it, whoever authorized him to do it should go to prison. I don't care if they're in a network or not. The First Amendment does not apply to sedition. Absolutely. And, uh, well, you know, uh, the fourth power of state uh, is often called the media, and uh, the media has always in democracies uh, seen special protection. But, you know, there are limits. And, and what happened to, to uh, verifying sources? I mean, even if you have a guy like, uh, like Clapper uh, presenting something like this, you should still have sources. You should still check the sources. Are, are they trustworthy? And we know in this case that uh, this entire uh, Russia collusion deal uh, and the the memo that was uh, produced, and I say produced because it wasn't uh, put together by any verifiable intelligence. It was produced by by uh, by this English former uh, British spy. Uh, Christopher Steele and his uh, buddies in the Kremlin to feather his nest. And I mean, uh, it's absolutely horrible that uh, a news station like CNN that claims to be serious didn't do any research uh, into what was behind this. They just ran with it. They needed a hook. Right. And, and, uh, and uh, Comey was all too happy to to play the role to give that hook uh, to this story, but we have to we have to uh, realize that enemies of the United States, both domestic and foreign, uh, have studied our Constitution, and for CNN to get special protection uh, under the Constitution as a journalism uh, entity is the same as Islam getting. First Amendment protection for freedom of religion. Mm, that's mm. not a religion, and that's not a journalist. That's what I'm trying no, to say. I'm trying yeah, to identify it, that. Abs absolutely. This is a seditious act, and, and it should be treated like that. And, and um, I can't see any, uh, any uh, circumstances that should, uh, that should let, let CNN off the hook. They're, they're actually trying. Yeah to depose a legally elected president of the United States, and that's sedition. Absolutely. Uh, now, I, I said earlier that Trump had a heck of a rally, and he did. I watched it, and he was taking names, man. He was being specific. Uh, he was calling out congressmen, and, and it was wonderful. And uh, the crowd was going crazy. Uh, at one point, a guy came out and said, we love you, Trump, and you could hear him. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, uh, it was wonderful. Uh, he started talking about Korea, and the crowd started chanting, uh, no bell, no bell. I mean, it was unbelievable. But one of the things that he said, and he said this during the signing declaration of the omnibus bill about the wall. But we have to have borders, and we have to have them fast. And we need security. We need the wall. We're going to have it all. And again... That wall has started. We got 1.6 billion. We come up again on September 28th. And if we don't get border security, we'll have no choice. We'll close down the country because we need border security. I hope they're listening to that in Congress because I'm 100% behind him. Uh, Absolutely. 
No more time, man. This is this is the, you look at that raggedy ass wall down there in California with that caravan, whatever that is, mm. and those traitorous Americans on the other side. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that caravan uh, was started by Americans. I mean, I forget the name. It's a Spanish name of the group, uh, but they're Americans. The guy that runs it's American. He's not a he, he's a Mexican, but he's he's an American citizen. Uh, but unbelievable. We got to get the wall mm. now. Uh, there's an exercise going on uh, right now in Norway. Why don't you introduce this next uh, clip? Yeah, it's uh, we have a actually we have a a contingent of uh, of Marines uh, stationed in Norway now. About uh, I think it is about uh, 300 men, but they uh, rotate a little bit and and. And the uh, the force we hear here, I think uh, they're in the Black Sea uh, contingent of the Marines, and uh, and they have uh, they have built uh, quite an extensive infrastructure uh, with the help of Norwegians. I think we've provided something like uh, six mountain halls uh, to uh, to store some of the. Uh, some of the equipment and and it's uh, it's quite a quite a solid uh, force here now we have uh, eight m1 a1 abrams we have uh, a couple of hercules uh, rescue vehicles uh, 12 m777 155 millimeters uh, howitzers a series of uh, humvees uh, equipped with uh, tow missile missiles and uh, light armored vehicles, uh, assault amphibious vehicles, etc., etc. So um, uh, we have 283 uh, Mark 23, Mark 36, seven-ton uh, armored uh, trucks. So yeah, uh, they they make their presence uh, felt. But uh, uh, their exercises, uh, regular exercises now in Norway uh, this year and and last year. Uh, has also shown uh, a lot of uh, weaknesses in the winter equipment. So I understand that the Marines Marines are now working hard to upgrade uh, their uh, their clothing and their equipment to to also do solid winter combat. It's been a while with this uh, war on terror, quote unquote. Uh, but you can see this video on the YouTube uh, page, Cold War Radio uh, Twenty Two. Uh, those of you that have listened for a long time, like Dano and some of some of you others, uh, will remember me reporting on these storage uh, storage caves or tunnels or whatever a few years ago. But let's listen to the clip. Hey, we're moving, third squad. We're moving. Her ser vi de verdenskjente U.S. Marines erfarne amerikanske soldater under nærmest alle forhold overalt. You guys have from 9 to 12! Fire 
JP, McConnell, you guys have from 9 to 12. All stations, all stations, white flag. How's that? It was a pretty, it was a pretty good run. It was good though. We did everything right. We shot our targets. We're good to go. Condition four. Fired about 20 rounds in about five seconds, maybe less. One guy. But I got him. 20 rounds, one guy. Done. <laughs> That's Marines. <laughs> so this training for us is a fantastic opportunity for cold weather training that we just can't replicate back in the United States. So the opportunities that we have here, based on year-round availability of cold weather training, we don't have back in the United States. Is this something you'd like to continue with? Yes, absolutely. My job as a battalion commander is to make sure the battalion is always getting better, not worse. So here we have the opportunity to continue to get better every day in this type of environment. Uh, what's the difference between this uh, night? It's dark. <laughs> That's about it. Is it harder? Nah. It's just darker. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great experience. Looking forward to it. What's your experience with snow and ice? Uh, little to none. So where, are you, where are you from? South Carolina. This is, this is new. This is very new, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's new and the last time too. <laughs> I'm about to take a deep in the ice snow for <laughs> I'll tell you what, the difference between the battalion commander and the grunts is right there in front of you. He wants to go, he can't wait to go. Them grunts are like, get me out of here. <laughs> you know, they got the orders for Norway. They're like, where? <laughs> my, my, man said, my man said, what's different about night operations? Oh, it's dark. <laughs> and that was uh, Justin Cordich, uh, which is uh, a squad leader in the U.S. Marines. And, and the last guy we heard here was Marion McClary, a sergeant in the U.S. Marine, taking a fresh morning ice bath. And, and of course, uh, in the beginning, we heard uh, Gregory Gordon, which is lieutenant colonel and chief of the Black Sea uh, Force of the United States Marines. Yeah, they, uh, I like the part. Uh, one thing I love about Marines is the overkill. I mean, you heard him say 20 rounds, one guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was in a briefing one time, and uh, this was a high-level briefing with, with a couple different brigade combat teams were represented. And one of the liaisons in the briefing was the Marine Corps. And uh, they had a, a, a Marine Expeditionary Force. And they were briefing on a contact that they had to our to my general, uh, and they said we had sniper fire coming from the second floor of the house 
So we engaged the target with one round of main gun from the M1A1. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> the whole room cracked up laughing, but that's the way they are. You know, they're not, they're not, they're not messing around. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Better be sure the first time. And, yeah. and uh, I love these guys. I mean, they they were really put to the to the grind here uh, by the Norwegian uh, home forces. Uh, these were all live round uh, exercises, and you know, after a hard day's uh, work of of taking various positions, they had to uh, or they had to ski actually. Uh, three three hours to the camp <laughs> before they could get some shut eye, and then the first thing in the morning after a few hours shut eye, uh, it's right in the in the ice hole uh, <laughs> for a refreshing morning bath. So uh, they had a blast, absolutely. This is Cold War Radio on We Are America Radio, WAAR. Now, Clarice Feldman from The American Thinker uh, is losing patience with the roll-up of the rogue ruling class. And I think just about everything that we said kind of rolls into this. Uh, There was more information that came to light this week about the extensive illegal operations of Obama's rogue bureaucratic corps, like the Attorney General, the President, Professor Alan Dershowitz, Joe DeGeneva, former Clinton pollster Mark Penn, and millions of others, we think this is taking far too long. And the Mueller investigation needs to close its bunker door and fade away. I'm with them. Moreover, mm-hmm. if indictments of the Obama bureaucrats who confected this nonsense and tried to cover it up uh, don't follow quickly on the release of the Inspector General's report, now due May 8th, it's hard to imagine how much more contempt we will have for claims that we must respect the judicial system, having seen the criminal justice system misused as a vicious political weapon against Lewis Libby, Ted Stevens, and now General Michael Flynn, while manifest lawbreakers, including both the Clintons, McCabe, and Comey, waltz home free, inspires depths of distrust that only the enemies of a democratic state could hope to accomplish. Uh, Norway, that this is... Half the country is either so ignorant uh, about this, and and I believe this is true. I believe that they don't think that the Democrats have done anything wrong. And the the people in the media, I mean, do you think they believe that that the Democrats didn't do anything? Or do you think they're covering it up? Uh. I actually think that that there is a, a deep uh, ignorance in in a large part of, of the population and and when you look at the uh, educational system uh, how it's failed or how it's been uh, subverted in in the recent years I think uh, I think alarm bells should go off everywhere and I would say if we're so lucky to have good Democrats, if there are any left, good Democrats listening to this show, please, please do some soul searching. Ask yourself, is this the way to run America by subversion? Now, and if the answer is, and if the answer is no, then you have to act upon it. You have to make your constituents aware of, of, uh, of the right out criminality that's being committed in your name in the in the central halls of the Democratic Party. 
Now, let's go back to the question again, uh, because I know uh, the education system has, has really done a disservice to the country. So there are a lot of people that are in the dark. But that's why I asked, do you think that the media believes it or they are covering up? Because normally, in a normal world, in a past America, media people, it's not too hard to look at this and see where the crime is. So no matter what, what, no matter what party you are, I mean, the people are busted. The people are busted leaking this stuff. They're busted making it up. You know, the Clinton Foundation is busted taking all this money. You know, in a normal America, the media would report this for what it was. And they have Absolutely. not. Absolutely. And, and the media is, uh, is just a propaganda arm of the Democratic Party and the Democratic Party. Uh, as we've shown ad nauseum. Uh, has been turning left and left and left uh, over the past few decades, and and they're they're now synonymous with communists. Exactly. So 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 uh, to that particular question, there is only one answer, and the answer is that the media, which uh, I think uh, eighty-five or ninety percent of of journalists uh, are card-carrying Democrats, uh, they applauded the Hillary. Uh, as if she was the victor after after one of the one of the debates uh, she had with with President Trump, uh, and uh, I mean, with that behavior, with that kind of behavior, uh, it's fair to say that uh, the media has been reduced not to the fourth power of state, not to the wa watchdog they're supposed to be, but they've been reduced to a propaganda arm of a com of a communist party. I I I would claim that the Democratic Party today is equal to the Communist Party USA. Oh, you, There's no difference. You would be echoing what I've been saying for years, too. I, I agree. And I remember seeing video of Wolf Blitzer at the Democrat National Convention in the back drinking wine, partying at the, at the DNC convention. Uh, I, I don't have time to go through much of this article. It's very good. Uh, I would suggest you go and check it out. But let's just talk real quickly about Dianne Feinstein. Senator from San Francisco, from uh, from California. In January, in an unusual departure from Senate protocol and precedent, Senator Feinstein released the transcript of the 315-page testimony taken in a closed-door hearing of Glenn Simpson of Fusion GPS before the committee without notifying Senator Chuck Grassley, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, of which she is a member. When called on it, she offered by a series of bizarre, contradictory explanations. Feinstein says that she's sorry to Grassley for not giving him a heads up about the release of the Fusion GPS transcript. I meant to tell him, and I didn't have a chance to tell him, and that concerns me, she told us. I just got pressured, and I didn't do it. Manu Raju tweets, a sitting U.S. senator was pressured to do this. By whom? That's a pretty alarming admission, No. CNN's Manu Raju followed up and Feinstein recanted the remark about being pressured and her office tried to clean it up even more later. That's not all. Feinstein also told NBC yesterday her decision with potentially serious legal and national security ramifications was regrettable in part because of a bad cold. Feinstein to Mariana NBC News releasing the Glenn Simpson transcript 
The one regret I have is that I should have spoke with Senator Grassley before, and I don't make an excuse, but I've had a bad cold, and maybe that slowed down my mental facilities a little bit. <laughs> Frank Thorpe comes back, but wait, there's more. She was asked about her pressured comment again today, and she denied ever saying it. Just ask Feinstein about her comment yesterday about being pressured to release the Simpson transcript. I made no statement to that effect, she said. Me, but there are recordings of you saying you felt pressured. I don't believe there are. I don't believe I said that. This week we learned why she probably did it. Turns out seven to ten wealthy coastal donors had handed over $50 million to her former staffer, Daniel Jones, after the election to push the anti-Trump collusion narrative. Jones' contributors seem awfully like the kind of moguls who fund Feinstein, and certainly he had her ear to pressure her for assistance. Jones' name first came out in a footnote to a Grassley letter respecting the Steele post-election efforts to promote the dossier. Feinstein was not the only senator shilling Steele's work. There's Senator Mark Werner. His name also came up in leaked text between Senator Mark Warner and Ad Adam Waldman, a registered foreign agent for Russian oligarch Oleg Deripaska. Chris Steele asked me to call you, Waldman wrote to Warner on March 16th. That text touched off a back-and-forth conversation. You know, th this is... This this is this is criminal, man. I'm telling you, people need to go to jail. They need to start collecting these people up. You talk about Russian collusion. Russian collusion. These guys bring money uh, to to take Trump out, and we're not doing anything about it. Exactly. This is the Russian collusion. The Russian collusion has always been between the Democratic Party and uh, and the Russians. And I mean, if you look at uh, at the way you have Fusion GPS in in here, and you have, uh, I I'm still reading this fantastic book, uh, Secret Empires: How the American Political Class Hides Corruption and Enriches Family and Friends. And you have a brilliant example of this here, where you have uh, Daniel Jones. Uh, which is Feinstein's uh, former staffer, he receives a check of $50 million. It's unbelievable. It really is. Uh, we can't hit it too long, but Judicial Watch came out uh, with a, a story, Norway, that was uh, pretty interesting about Clinton emails. Yeah, uh, I, I cannot praise uh, Judicial Watch uh, enough. Tom Fitton... And his crew is. Uh, sometimes I wonder if if they are, if they are the judicial America. Period. Because uh, I mean, when you see what Session does or 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 haven't done, uh, you see ju Judicial Watch. They're they're on the trail every single day. They are uh, filing uh, FOIA requests, uh, Freedom of Information Act uh, requests. And they're following up on on this deep state uh, unparalleled scandal. You know, and the thing and is, they have to do it to the DOJ. Exactly. You know, this exactly. is the, the DOJ that's in Republican hands won't cooperate. That 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 is the that is really the 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 uh, uh, unbelievable part of this. I mean, they are in a constant constant battle 
with the DOJ, which is supposed to be in Republican hands, but uh, clearly isn't. Uh, I mean, uh, I get a feeling that uh, the DOJ is, is still working under Obama. And the sad part is the DOJ is not supposed to be under either. We shouldn't even exactly. be having this conversation. They're supposed to be autonomous and for justice. Absolutely. And... Uh, I mean, when you when you read uh, this, we, we cannot go into the details here. But uh, when you when you look at what this is, this is the weekly report of, of Judicial Watch, and it's uh, it's absolutely mind-boggling uh, what they've uncovered here. And uh, and Tom Fitton says at some point here, uh, they I haven't had the, uh, the time and, uh, and chance to to watch this, but. They, they've uh, done a, a, uh, a panel, they've had a panel, and, and Lieutenant Colonel Tony Sh uh, Schaefer, I think his name is, uh, I believe you have spoken to him, uh, Hutch. Yeah, we interviewed uh, him he, on Wayne Dupree, a great guest. Yeah, there you go. And uh, he says that according to my sources in 2016 and in 2017, 71% of the foreign counterintelligence budget of the FBI was diverted from looking at threats, looking at foreign counterintelligence, to focus only on Clinton and Trump, to absolve Clinton and to convict Trump. 71% of the foreign counterintelligence budget of the FBI has been diverted because of this phony uh, Russian dossier. Unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. You, you can't think that, especially, especially the leadership, the layer of leadership underneath the political appointees, the, 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 the career FBI hierarchy, can't be that stupid. So they have to be partisan. I mean, it's the same way with the media. The top guys that get up to the top in the media aren't stupid, or they wouldn't be there. Mm. And so that leaves only one, only one thing. Either they're that cowardly that they won't stand by principle, or they're in on it. Absolutely. And it's treason. In, in, it in, is. From my perspective as a Norwegian looking into the United States... Uh, which we so wholly depend upon. We depend on, upon the United States' survival because uh, there has been no other force in modern history other than the United States that has kept, uh, kept dictatorships at bay and kept peace in the world. I mean, we live in some of the most peaceful times in human history, and that is down to the United States. But when I'm looking in now, and I see more and more of these uh, partisan bureaucrats cropping up everywhere, trying to destroy America. I, I, I think it's horrendous. And I, I, I hope and pray that people will start act, start pressuring these, uh, uh, pressuring people in powerful positions to do something about this, because it's, it's unheard of. Well, the one thing... Well, there's more than one thing, but one thing that we really have going for us is the character and the personality of the president. If anybody's going to do it, I can't see any other Republican president ever that would call people out the way he does. 
And that's what we need right now. He needs to call the president of the network, the president of the networks, uh, the president of CNN or MSNBC or whatever. Call him into the office and tell him, "Hey, pal, you know you're you're crossing the line, and I'm going to take you out." Yeah, and I and I also think when you have a guy like the former director of the CIA, John Brennan, issuing a warning to the president, "Stay tuned, Mr. Trump." He what should be locked up. What the hell does that mean? I mean, that guy should have been clapped in iron and and put to through the third degree for uh, seventy two hours. Oh, I, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, if you look at the level of these crimes, capital punishment is in order. I mean, they're taking the country down, man. Think if hmm. think if this would have worked. Think if if the stars wouldn't have lined up, and this would have worked, and Hillary Clinton was the president right now. I would have had to bury my guns. Absolutely. You know, I and, mean, and we came, we came that close, and and it's, uh, it's really bone chilling to think about. It is, and and there's so many sheep that would go right along with it. I mean, the feminist movement, the the the, the anger that is in leftists. They're not liberals anymore. They're leftist communists, and they're angry, and, and they get angrier and angrier. And and you, you can't figure out why. It's hatred. I mean, these people are, are full of hatred. And, Absolutely. You know, we're trying I, to live our lives and earn a living. And, and you know, we're going to have to, <laughs> people on the right, people that believe in the Constitution, we're going to have to step up. I mean, we're going to have to get out of our comfort zone at some point here. Maybe yeah, we I, need I, to I, march I, on I, Washington. Absolutely. And. Um, but I also believe that if there are any liberals out there, if there are any liberals listening to this, you got to start acting because liberalism is crushed under this totalitarian uh, ideology that's spreading like wildfire in the Democratic Party. Oh, you're you su- you're the su- you're the second to go. As soon as they get rid of people like us, you're next. Exactly. Exactly. You guys are the lambs. Look at these people in the street. Do they represent you? Does Antifa represent you? You know, does Diane Feinstein with her uh, colluding with Russia, does that, is that what represents? It's unbelievable to me. Because if you live in a city, you know hundreds of Democrats that are great folks. They're great folks. But instead of paying attention to politics, they're watching Dancing with the Stars. Exactly. You know, and they're just voting the same way their parents voted, and the same way their grandparents voted, and the same way their teachers vote, uh, because they're not paying attention. And you know what they're trying to do in the Democrat Party? They're trying to put you to sleep. Why do you think they're passing marijuana laws? They want you to smoke weed. They want you to hide up so you're not paying attention to real things. They want you you on government uh, handouts. So you can sit at home on the couch, uh, smoking weed, watching TV. That, that's that, it. That's, that's right. the entire game plan. Uh, if they can whip you out uh, once every four years to, to vote for them, they've, uh, they've met the, their goal. And I mean, it's the same with immigration. Immigration is just a, just a ploy to, to secure uh, eternal power to the Democratic Party, which is uh, 
where the United States ceases to exist as a democratic uh, republic. Nope, you're absolutely right. Well, Norway, as I predicted, we have run out of time with only doing two of the stories, but it was <laughs> a great no show. Problem. And uh, any I, final comments and how can people get in touch with you? I would say go to steelcityresistance.com and, and read the documents. Uh, we, we have only covered two of them today. Uh, we knew it was going to be close because this is, uh, this is make or break. This is the survival of the United States and the survival of the free world we're talking about here. Go in there, read the documents, and please join us in the debate. Uh, we are on tomorrow at 7 p.m. here on Steel City Resistance with uh, Hirschbelli Jr. and Jack. And I am at Norway for Trump. Uh, that's Norway 4 with a number 4 on Twitter and Gab. Okay, thank you, Norway, for another great presentation. I want to thank everybody listening live. And to those of you that listen to the podcast, we love you just as much. But it's more fun live. So get over there and check us out on 7 o'clock Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Uh, I'm Hutch Bailey Jr. on Facebook. Berg's Eye View on Twitter heading over to the Wayne Dupree program next. What's playing in the background, Norway? It's uh, Sons of Norway, Sunder of Norge, which is the most uh, patriotic song we got in Norway, I think. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for stopping by, and God bless. God bless. Yeah.